Hello, and thank you for joining me for Genesis chapter 13. Abram went up out of Egypt, he, his wife, and all that he had, and Lot with him into the south. Abram was very rich in livestock, in silver and in gold. He went on his journeys from the south even to Bethel, to the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Ai, to the place of the altar which he had made there at first. There Abram called on Yahweh's name. Lot also, who went with Abram, had flocks, herds, and tents. The land was not able to bear them, that they might live together, for their substance was great, so that they could not live together. There was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. The Canaanites and the Perizzites lived in the land at that time. Abram said to Lot, Please, let there be no strife between you and me, and between your herdsmen and my herdsmen, for we are relatives. Isn't the whole land before you? Please separate yourself from me. If you go to the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or, if you go to the right, then I will go to the left. Lot lifted up his eyes and saw all the plain of the Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere, before Yahweh destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of Yahweh, like the land of Egypt, as you go to Zoar. So, Lot chose the plain of the Jordan for himself. Lot travelled east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. Abram lived in the land of Canaan, and Lot lived in the cities of the plain, and moved his tent as far as Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked and sinners against Yahweh. Yahweh said to Abram, after Lot was separated from him, Now lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are, northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land which you see, I will give to you and to your offspring forever. I will make your offspring as the dust of the earth so that if a man could count the dust of the earth, then your offspring may also be counted. Arise, walk through the land in its length and in its width, for I will give it to you. Abram moved his tent and came and lived by the oaks of Mamre, which are in Hebron, and built an altar there to Yahweh. This story gives us an indication of how wealthy Abraham was because he had sufficient flocks and herds, and Lot also had sufficient flocks and herds that they were unable to live together in the same area. They needed to separate the herds out from one another. There just wasn't enough grass for the sheep, basically. And so Abraham gives Lot the choice. He says, you choose, and um, I'll take what you don't choose. And uh, I think, I'm not really an expert on the cultural setting behind this story, but I know that when I'm at a birthday party and someone comes around with a plate of bits of cake, I'm not supposed to be greedy and take the biggest piece. I'm supposed to take the smaller piece. Or sometimes there's a situation where there's, uh, there's some things to be divided up and, and you're there choosing with others. And even in our modern culture, we say, you know, you have the best bit. 
And of course the right thing is then for the other person to say back, no, you have the best bit. And there's this deferring to one another. But in this story, Lot looks up, he sees the best bit, the land that's well watered with the grass, and says, oh, I want that. And I think what he should have done was said to Uncle Abraham, said, well, Uncle Abraham, how about you have the best bit? But no, he didn't, he didn't say that. And Abraham was too courteous to ask for it. And then, of course, Lot departs. And as soon as Lot departs, God takes Abraham and says, look at the land, north, south, east and west. It's all yours. So he's encouraging Abraham, saying, you know, he got the good bit, but really, it's all yours. I'm going to give it to all your offspring. And that's true. We don't know anything. We, you know, where are the ancestors of Lot today? You know, well, we do find out that he had ancestors. We read about them later. But today, where are the ancestors of Lot? Whereas, you know, we are descended from Abraham. There's a, there's a great history going back to Abraham. The Lord truly fulfilled his promise to them. So God, you know, even though Abraham remained in the area that wasn't as good, the Lord gave him promises. And in, in the very next chapter, we're going to see, or in the next chapters to come, we're going to see even more promises from God that are made to him that I think are quite incredible. So, um, and of course, Lot, in choosing the well-watered area, he, he also chose to hang out in the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, which we will read about later in the book of Genesis, a terrible, terrible place. He basically cast his lot in with evil people. And they influenced him. And even though he ended up escaping, we'll read about that later, the effect of all of that upon his life was such that he lost everything. He ended up living in a cave with nothing. Whereas here in this point of the story, he has flocks and herds that are so big that he has to separate from Abraham. So because he chose something effectively casting his lot in with evil people, he ended up losing it all. What do we learn from this chapter? Well, we learn that uh, we shouldn't be greedy. <laughs> we shouldn't try to take the biggest bit for ourselves. And later on in the Bible, Jesus says that the first shall be last and the last shall be first. And we see a great example of it right here. Lot tries to take something to make himself first. He ends up coming last. Abraham goes last and he ends up coming first. There's a real living illustration of that. But uh, also Lot, you know, Lot casts his lot in with the wicked, with Sodom and Gomorrah, and it ruins his life. And I think there's something very powerful that we can observe here. That when we look around us in the earth, that there are all sorts of things that we should not get involved in. There are people who, who have a way of talking and a way of acting and we just have to be wise about not getting caught up in the things they say. Later on in the book of Proverbs, Solomon will write things like, my son, if evil people should entice you, do not go down to their house. You know, the warnings like that. And so it's the advice of this, this story and of scripture is to stay close to the Lord even if it means you don't seem to get the best outcome right now, you will get the best outcome in the course of time. So Lord, I ask you to help every listener here today. Help us to stay close to you. Help us to stay far away from, from people who do works of wickedness. Help us to stay away from things that are wrong. And Lord, in society today, I ask that those things that are displeasing to you would be reformed. 
And so I ask for great grace to be upon our lives. And I pray that we would have, Lord, uh, strength from this chapter and follow the example of Abraham. Keep from us the sin of greed. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.